Welcome everyone, this is Sue and Gareth from um, Mucky Carrots with episode four. Into our plant-based journey, we thought we would ha- do another podcast just to catch up, tell you what we've been feeling, what we've been doing, and just basically share for anybody that's interested. So morning, Gareth. Good morning, Sue. So is this, oh, this is the start of our third week. Yes, it is. So once again... I've made a list. <laughs> it's quite unusual for me to make lists, actually. Um, I'm, do you know, I actually think this is something to do with, with this change in, in diet. I've become a lot more kind of um, organised. On your um, things to-do list is uh, making a to-do list. Yeah, that's the first thing on my to-do list every day, so I've ticked that off. But it's more, I think what I've... Yeah, we're, we're into week three now. Yes. So I've made, the, I've made the questions anyway, just like last time. Okay. I thought that was a better way of doing it. Okay, I like and it. Then we don't drift off and talk about nonsense. Okay. Which we're kind of starting to do now. Come on then. Okay, okay. All right, so episode four, start of week three. I've just made some general observations, really. They're not really in any kind of particular order, but the things that we've either said to each other, well, they've either thing we said to each other, or maybe something we've both been thinking. Um, and, and the first one I wanted to sort of talk about into week, week three was we cleaned the house this weekend, didn't we? Yes, we, we have a little routine. We clean the house from top to bottom every other Friday. Every other Friday. So this week we did it actually on Saturday, didn't we? We did, yes. We had a free Saturday. So we, so we did the cleaning. And my, my role in the uh, cleaning the house from top to bottom is one room. I, I <laughs> let, uh, Come on, it, it's a fairly decent room. It's the kitchen. I'm always in charge of cleaning the kitchen. And cleaning the fire out as well. All right, cleaning the fire out. We have this wood burner. And and the one thing I noticed this week, and I think we both mentioned it, was the lack of household waste. There's, we don't seem to be producing half, nearly as close to anything close to what we used to produce waste-wise. We used to... We've never had a lot of waste, and, and we do recycle... But we we have the green bin for people that don't know the green bin. It's for general household waste, and they clear that. They come and empty that every two weeks, and occasionally we don't put it out because it's not got enough in. But on when does it go out? Friday there was one bag, one bag, which week. is two weeks, a week. It's a week's worth. There's one bag. That was it. The other thing that was interesting around that is sometimes. The reason we produce a second bag or a third bag or a fourth bag is not necessarily because it's always full, but sometimes it can smell, smell. quite bad. Mm, especially if you've eaten fish. Well, but there were none of that. Yeah. So uh, we, we had one bag of, of waste, which which was food packaging. It was. There was no... We. That's another thing we noticed is we wasted nothing. We ah, threw well, no food away That was the next. All. That was the next point. Oh, I'm sorry. But no, don't worry. Don't worry. Listen, we'll go back to that bit. So a lack of waste, I noticed that when I was cleaning the kitchen. Um, but yeah, onto that point as well, I can't remember the last time because we, we have this little bit of a routine. We have a dinner at the, at the dining table, then we'll, we'll kind of between us, we'll load the dishwasher. And I remember that used to be quite a task sometimes because you'd have all the pans associated with it, mm. all the knives and forks, plates. We just seem to be using less of everything. There's, there's, there was no waste at all to scrape off any plates no. food-wise. Everything we're producing food-wise, we are eating. The dishwasher... There's been a, a change in how often that you that could go on every day, Easily. and now it's it might it can go three days because you're not having the same thing with the smell on the plates of the waste food. Well, that I mean, again, I, I thought that was interesting. How we're not producing as much kind of packaging, household waste in general. There's certainly no food waste, 
the other thing that became really clear when I was cleaning the kitchen was how we don't have, there was no grease in the oven. There was, because normally there's two big tasks I dislike. One is cleaning the top of the oven because you've got to clean the top of the oven with some kind of um, detergents and things. And also replacing the grill pan because you used to eat a lot of grilled fish. Mm. And we occasionally grilled meat, but very rarely, but it was generally meat. So you'd, you'd have to clean that once every week. And there was always a fat and a gunge that came off that. There was none of that. Mm. It was literally, there were some crumbs in there from bread we'd toasted. <laughs> that's about it. And that, that's about it. So I was really shocked at the lack of waste, um, both the, both the waste, household waste we're producing, and secondly, food waste, because there was no food waste. And then there's no grease in the oven. And then, interestingly, you mentioned the dishwasher. Um, the other day, it was a bit of a state. The, 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 the dishwasher was gungy, if we can say that. It hadn't been cleaning properly for the last... The filter had the been fil- The filter had been cleaned. So I cleaned the filter out, which is quite a horrible task. But it, and it was just solid with kind of fat. There, there was like these, there was just like long slithers of kind of what was clearly meat waste and fat. That sounds gross. Well, it was. Now that obviously that, that can't have been from us in the last two weeks. So it's been building up. But once I cleaned that and we put that back in the dishwasher, it was so just perfectly clean. Because here the, the plates have not got as much waste on them, so they don't take as long to, to clean. And secondly, there was, there was nothing on that plate that, would, that could be associated with fat, really. There was no big, thick, greasy horribleness. No. So that's that's something I found out. Um, you as well. I mean, although I cleaned the kitchen, you had a bit of a purge of the day in the, in the cupboards, didn't you? I did, yes. I... What I found, I found I've really enjoyed cooking the, the the food that we eat, but I am cautious, not cautious. I have to use a lot more, I have to be more creative. So I use a lot more spices, herbs, stuff like that. So I was just going through the cupboard, looking at things that we didn't need. Um, we've got the emergency tins of ham at the back of the cupboard, which even though I wanted to eat plant-based, I didn't really want to start throwing food out, not food that had already been bought. Well, I, th- I think you, you had an issue with this, and I kind of get it, mm-hmm. um, because I suppose the thing that surprised me when we started this little journey into plant-based was we, we made a decision that we would reduce the meat. We didn't make a definitive decision about dairy. No. I think we have to be clear on that. But it, it, was, it was apparent the first week we did this, we'd gone vegan, we hadn't gone vegetarian we'd gone we'd gone vegan it didn't it didn't feel right to me to eat eggs and cheese i don't know why but do you think as well we, we also said that if we had something in so let's say there was some cheese in or there were eggs in we, we you know we wouldn't be ad- what i'm saying is we wouldn't be adverse to using up those vegetarian products because we did purge the house of meat mm. there wasn't much to purge and i think with your, your tins of ham and things we have got to bear in mind people do visit the house especially your grandson and my kids and they could eat that because mm. they haven't made that decision in, to, to, to go to go plant-based. So I noticed the other day when I went into the cupboard, because I was out and up to clean the kind of the outsides and insides of them, there was just very little in there. There was so much space in the cupboards now, mm. especially in your little, um, not your little, I suppose our little um, spices cupboard. But interestingly, it was, it was surprising how many things were duplicated. Like yes, to this. you buy them and then you you're buy out them. the you know supermarket what? and you need something for a recipe and you don't know if you've got it and you think, well, I'm not going to trail all the way home. Trail all the way back again. So they do come in. You do use I them. I think also, I think a lot of that is to do with, because the, the cupboard was so cluttered, you end up not knowing what you've got. You don't see what you've got, no. 
And, and the one thing that came sort of clear to me when I was again doing them cupboards was when you, when you start to look at anything that's meat related, so we took out some of the um, stock cubes mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, and also you then start to, once a bit more space appears, you start to think, well, hang on, how long have we had this? You look at the date code, it's like gone off in 2016, <laughs> you know, like it's three years out of date almost. So I thought that was interesting, the more space in the cupboards. Um, the other thing I've wrote down here was lack of packaging. Now, this kind of ties in what we talked about, lack of waste. But I've become very aware that when we're buying plant-based, because it's generally plants, so we're talking here about um, fruit, vegetables, things like that, there's such a lack of packaging with those. Uh, yes, I mean we I or, I order organic fruit and veg from a from a delivery company, so they tend to use as little packaging as possible. You'll get your box and your lemons will be rolling about with your bananas and everything. Nothing's packaged separately. It's in a in a cardboard box which you leave out and they collect it. Should give them the a quick time. shout actually. What what are they called? Um, Abel and Cole. Abel and Cole. They they're a really good set. If you if you're in the UK, I don't know if it's in America, but so in the UK, Abel and Cole two things one is it can seem a bit expensive it does it is more expensive than buying from the supermarket but the way they deliver it their ethics are fantastic and and the the fruit and veg is far superior to anything you'll buy in the supermarket it's just nice getting fruit that's kind of bit bit knobbly and your potatoes you always have to wash well like them lemons i mean i i because i drink lemon water every morning and i did that before we went plant-based i always believe it's a good um, routine to get into a good kind of system to get into drinking lemon water in the morning. I think it's great for your body. And you used to buy lemons from Sainsbury's that look beautiful. They'd be bright yellow, they'd be shiny. They'd have no juice in them. They were like sawdust. Now, these ones, are, in fairness, look look quite... They almost like they were going off, but they weren't. They were just very... They were very discoloured in some areas and a bit knobbly. But they, they're so full of juice, it's unbelievable. So, yeah... Try out Abel and Cole, search anything in the UK, because if you are looking at going plant-based and want a, a nice delivery option to your home, fantastic um, They They setup. have um, brought in a range of meatless products as well, one which is going to have tonight some pasta. Oh, tortellini, yeah. Tortellini with, um, we don't know if we're pronouncing it right, Satan and sage and something else. So we're going to have a go with that. We tonight. need to check if that's pronounced right. Because it sounds like you're talking about the devil. Every time you mention it, you know, Satan, we've got Satan in the kitchen. You know, and, and some people might get a little bit put off by that. So yeah, I've noticed this massive lack of packaging, which mm-hmm. I think is again, had a flick, has flicked into lack of waste to throw away. And also when you, when you buy organic fruit and veg, if it is in a packaging, it tends to be in a, in a cardboard one. So then you're recycling a little bit more. But even the recycling bin hasn't been as full as normal as well. Definitely packaging's been a big a big difference. I think so. Okay, let's talk about this lack of... Or the, or the, we've talked about lack of, of packaging. We're on our simplicity of preparation. Because I think the one thing I've noticed, and maybe you have slightly, is I've, I've seemed to have prepared more meals than I would have done if we were meat-based. So I've made a couple of dishes for you, which is quite unusual. I don't cook for you very often and I'm not ashamed to say that because Sue enjoys the cooking first and foremost but I was um, especially making things with tofu I found making the tofu dishes the kind of Asian spice tofu dishes with teriyaki sauce so simple to prepare you know there's there's very there's not there might be a lot of ingredients as in maybe lots of different spices but actually it's a lot simpler to prepare than, than I believe meat was mm. and all you're changing really is um, a couple of aspects of it but what I have noticed is where in the past I would think of a meal 
and then potentially go out and buy all the components for that meal. The one thing I'm getting more switched on at doing now is actually looking at what's in the fridge and making a meal that, that fits to that. So no, we're, not, we're not following recipes as such. We're kind of looking at simplicity of preparation. Simplicity is A, as few ingredients as possible. And secondly, the ingredients that we've got in. When we decided to go plant-based, I was concerned about the cooking because I love to cook. And I was under the impression that it wouldn't be as creative or I wouldn't be able to put together things. But, I mean, for instance, I did some bean burgers, which did take quite a bit of preparation. And I enjoyed making those. And we had some um, tablet with it and some coleslaw. So and you're making all your own, all your own dressings from scratch which to be quite honest, I did anyway. And so I've really enjoyed the, the, the cooking, cook, not cooking as much as, as thinking about what we're going to put together that's already in the fridge. It's like when you say, what shall we eat? I'll go, oh, there's an aubergine, there's some tofu, you know, there's this, there's this, and we just put a meal together based on that. Well, you made that dish for lunch um, last week. And you said we'd got some mushrooms in and a, and a, and a potato. <laughs> yes, that was it. So, I hadn't so, been shopping. So in fairness, this was just very thinly sliced um, potatoes with mushrooms, a bit of garlic and seasoning. And some, but, but it kind of worked, didn't it? A little bit of um, non-dairy s- spread pattered on the top. Yeah, it was, it was, it was tasty. In fact, there wasn't enough of it because there was no, like I three big mushrooms yeah, and I one potato. I could have eaten a bit more of that. So I think we've we, we've both agreed the simplicity of preparation is something we've kind of really noticed. Now, this weekend or the weekend we've just had, we went walking. So that's something we we do on a regular basis. And when we go, we, we tend to have a bit of a kind of a routine for, for us walking. We'll, we'll take some sandwiches with us, which generally used to be ham and piccalilli or ham and Branston. So clearly we're plant-based, there's no ham. So for the first time, I prepared some wraps with falafels and hummus in them. And I thought they were pretty bloody good. I think the red, in, red onion added, added to it as well. Sorry, I did put a bit of red onion. It did add to it. But I thought, again, I didn't. I, I found that quite a, a, a nice flavour. I didn't find it. I didn't feel like, in fact, anything, I thought it was better than the ham sandwiches. Hmm. And I think that's something, again, that's that's come out this week for us is, well, certainly for me, being, being, a, being a lover of certain meat products, there's certain times I've eaten things that were meat substitutes that have actually, I believe, been better. And I'm not saying that, you know, to be clever or, you know, because we're doing this podcast. Like the Linda McCartney sausages, I think are just outstanding. That was interesting because I cooked those in the oven and there was, there was no fat. There was no oil came out of them. And they were really tasty. Well, when you think cooking sausages, although it's not the, the most difficult task in the world, you put them into a pan generally with a bit of oil. It's a messy job. Mm. It's like I talked about earlier with the uh, with the grease on the oven. They, they splatter everywhere. Where with these, you literally empty the packet into a into a tray, put it into a heated oven for 16 minutes, and you've got sausage, which I, on, I think it was Sunday. Did we have it on Sunday morning? We did. We had a sausage sandwich. Oh, wait, Saturday morning. Saturday. Saturday morning, we had a sausage sandwich that I could... I, I would I would challenge a meat eater if I'd not told them to say that there was what they didn't know about them sausage. If I said, oh, it's a different flavour of sausage, I think they would have guessed they were meat. Did, mm. I did not notice the difference. But the preparation was a lot quicker. So so the walking? Well, the walking, we had these um, sandwiches, and I thought that was interesting um, because, again, plant-based. Um, 
we did have a couple of ice buns, which although they were vegetarian, were not were not vegan. No, they didn't actually have any animal protein in them. But I think it's something to do with the factory they're made in. They can't say they're vegan if they're made in a factory where they are producing dairy products. So, But when I checked on the ingredients, there were no visible animal protein, protein in it. In it there were no eggs or milk in it. Well, that, that it, So for me, when, when I started to think about this, I thought it's the first time yesterday when I was... Because it was quite a difficult walk, and Sue was much better walker than me, so I, I kind of yeah, looked the forward. Weather the weather turned. were grim, so I was looking forward to my sandwiches, and I always used to use the sandwich break as like it would give me some hope that at least I might get back to the <laughs> car at some point. And actually, I when I, when I started to eat them falafels wraps with the hummus in, I just thought it was delicious. And I suppose it brings on to the, the, our meal on Sunday, which because generally when we go walking, we come back to something that's quite substantial. In it's the been past, in it's the been slow cooker, some yeah, some beef, or some beef bourguignon pork. or pork. But this time we came back and we we had we had actually decided we were going to have the tortellini that we're going to have tonight. Mm. But both of us just didn't feel hungry. Now, again, you know, we'd we'd had this falafel um, sandwich for lunch. Is that why we weren't hungry? We just didn't fancy anything heavy. So Sue actually prepared these. Um, we've had them two or three times now. Your um, vegetable. Just basically spring rolls, just chopped raw veg. They're not spring coriander. rolls in the sense as people would see them as the crispy things, are they? No, it's it's rice paper. You just warm it. You just put it in some warm water for a few seconds and you wrap it up. It's the very thin. You can see everything that's inside. Just sprinkled with some sesame seeds, fresh coriander, which, which does add to them. And we just dipped them in some soy sauce, basically. Didn't well, we? it's soy sauce, um, rice wine vinegar and... Um, a sweet chilli dressing, a sweet chilli sauce you can buy. Basically, these three components can be bought in any supermarket, pretty much. And it just makes a really interesting flavour. And I thought they were delicious. So, again, I thought that was interesting yesterday, how the, the food, the heavy food we've been used to eating. We didn't um, crave it, We did didn't we? crave it. We're not, not at all. And, and actually, I woke up this morning feeling really good. A little bit hungry this morning. Hungry, I was hungry. A little hungry. bit hungry, but well, that's it. So, lack of meals. And then, I think the other thing to talk about this week, I think this is quite a... A significant thing we did this week was we tend to have a, I mean, we, we class it as a date night. Um, we, we tend to go out once a week for something to eat. Now, I like to go for a curry. And I'm afraid in, in the, if you think of anything in a point scale, you know, going out to the theatre and going for a, a fancy meal in a nice restaurant, that's up there with a 10 on date night points. <laughs> a curry, in Sue's opinion, is down at about three. Um, in fact, I don't know if it's classed well, as a date night. I think you class it as day night if you can put a frock on. I think that's how it tends to be. You do like to wear your, your, your frocks and, and your, your bits and pieces on again. But we went for our first Indian um, since we started this um, meat-free, plant-based um, journey. So we went to our normal Indian takeaway, not a takeaway, restaurant, which is a place called Kashmiri Aroma in Wakefield. They do great food and we, we enjoy the food there. That's why we keep going back. And... I had my first vegetarian curry, which I had a, a mushroom boona. Now, bear in mind, I normally get boona. Mm. Um, and I've got to say, I thought that was nicer than the chicken and the prawns I've had in the past. And you had some, you had like I a had mushroom, mushroom chili bolte. And we decided, we discussed it, and it's the sauce. That's exactly it's the it. the texture and the sauce that you like. And what is in it? 
it's not that important, fish. is it's it? It's not real. No, it doesn't make any difference. I was a bit nervous of getting anything other than mushroom because I don't... Well, if you have to have a vegetable curry, what's in it? Yeah, I said I'll get a vegetable and you went, you don't know what kind of vegetable. Well, you don't are. know. I mean, what if it want? So, so I knew at least with mushrooms because I do like mushrooms. But we both said it didn't we? We said it's the sauce we like. Mm. So again, we enjoyed on, on, it just as much. On that meal... I suppose what I did become aware of is we do like the poppadoms to start with, which comes with like a yogurt dip. Mm. And if and if we'd have been completely vegan at that meal, we'd have had to question maybe that that has been where you know that's that's not really appropriate. And we don't really know what the um, uh, the curry would have been cooked in. Well, it did say it was vegan. Right. So it said it was vegan. So anyway, but I, I thought the boona was outstanding. So I'm guessing by that rationale, they probably cooked it in vegetable oil. But I thought it was interesting that we went out and had a meal um, that was plant-based, um, vegan. Well, we'll say we'll have it vegetarian because we can't quite call it vegan because of the one small amount of yogurt dip that was on it. But we could have made that vegan very easily without mm. having those those starters. Or that, um, so the poppadum tray, pickle tray they call it. But I thought that was a really particularly nice meal and I certainly would not be worried about ordering a vegetarian curry again. So I thought, again, the, the thing that seems to come this week is it's more like as we go into week three, each week a, a different level of awareness appears. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I mean, we are going out for breakfast with your girls on Wednesday and I checked out the restaurant and there is nothing on there that we can eat. We eat nothing. So we are looking at going somewhere else. Can I just really sit there with a glass of water? Well... <laughs> We'll, 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 there'll be a solution. And I think it's, 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 ve- there's not been any times in the last two weeks now that I've thought, I've got nothing to eat. I can't find something to eat. There's always something you can eat on most menus. If you go and, and you say, well, I'm, I can eat vegetarian as opposed to vegan. But I still think now, even, well, not think, I know now, two weeks in, I've not touched cheese, which has been really interesting. Because you love cheese. Well, I used to love cheese, but I don't seem to have the desire for it. So we've gone through a few things there, um, which I think have been kind of interesting things that aren't necessarily um, stuff you'd imagine had come up, you know, like the lack of waste, no grease in the oven, you know, more space, the lack of packaging. Um, so I suppose we did it last time, we'll do it again on this one. What's changed for us in our thinking? Because again, we go right back to the first episode. You came into this because you were concerned about animal welfare. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of secondary to that was the health side of it. I came into it primarily for the health reasons um, and planet. Um, and the, and the secondary thing for me was animal welfare. So do do have we, as I, where are we at this week? Week two, week three. Where are we at with the, why we started? And has anything else come up? No, for me it is it's kind of a balance of all those three things. We have been watching more documentaries about sustainable living and it's become more important to me i suppose the planet has become more important the long-term effects that farming in particular cattle is having on the earth so it's a long-term kind of thing my health i feel great anyway and I suppose part of, of looking at the planet as a whole is looking at animal welfare. So I think it's shifted slightly into uh, to the, the bigger picture, the sustainable 
living that we have that we don't have that we need to change drastically because we may not be here but our children will be here and our children's children and it's immoral for us to keep on living as we're living knowing what we are doing for future generations it's 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 just unpalatable yeah i think interestingly for me i the more i see about how we are dealing with the planet concerns me it concerns me for two reasons is one is this seems to be quite obvious but no one's talking about it there seems to be a worrying trend from people that talk about this that there is there seems to be a movement for those that get well known in the media to to be somewhat silenced mm. there's some staggering figures in the documentary watched about a number of people being well killed murdered because of their attacking the the um the dairy slash meat production meat production um so the, the industry I think for me, I am starting to have a different look, a feeling on animal welfare. And I am seeing more things now about, I think there is a better way to produce those products if we wanted to. Because the realities are, this this world will never go completely plant-based unless it has to. And what I mean by has to is it's forced upon them. Because if we, if we can't produce meat and it's going to cause issues, you can kind of see how at some point meat won't be as readily available. Maybe. But I'm I'm, I'm still quite aware now that every choice we make whether it be the food we buy the food we eat the products we buy should really we should really be asking a question of how that's affecting the planet so i mean this is going back a little bit to waste and and you mentioned recycling for the first time this last week i did a bit more recycling which i never do i i, I used to have a very dimly on recycling and i thought I, well, you know we pay folk to do this why am i putting me green stuff in there and that over there but I've started washing out tins, um, cleaning out jars and keeping them. I'm becoming more aware now of that kind of need to, not necessarily, will, will one person make a difference? I, I don't think I can. But what I do think it does, I think that, that way of thinking and being more conscious and kind to the planet has had an impact on my well-being. I, f I feel happier. That's one thing I can say in the last two weeks. I think I felt happier, more focused, even making this list. I, I don't do shit like that. You know, that's not my style. But since I started eating the vegetarian food, the vegan food, I just seem to have more connection with the, the planet, more switched on with how I'm thinking. Everything's clearer to me. I'm sleeping a lot better. So I'm still very much about the health, and I'm, that's still my primary reason. But the animal welfare and the, and the, 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 the planet is coming up there closely at the moment. So I'm interested how that might go in the next, the next week or two. Mm. So there we are. So that's is that episode four. That's episode, that's episode four. four. So I suppose what as as aspirations for this week? You know, we've what what do we think we would like? Or do do we see this? Do we see any bumps in the road this week? Have anything coming up? We think that might be an issue apart from that breakfast with my kids. Um, we did have bonfire night, which um, we always go oh, yeah, to my Monday sisters, and it's week. very traditional for pie and peas. But it wasn't a problem. I messaged her and said, "Could we have?" baked potato instead and she said no problem so no. so that'd be something interesting to talk about as the next podcast because let's see I, I think it'd be nice to see what uh, people's opinion might be <laughs> see if anything's said i mean there may not be um but i mean i have the i suppose added advantage of not drinking and then having 
to, to kind of explain that to people at times is, is, is not easy, but it's not that much of a problem. So we'll see how people take to us. So by the time we do the next podcast, we'll have had that experience of actually eating with a with our family. Mm. Um, and, and they will, I suppose, very quickly um, recognise that we're not eating meat. So, yeah, interesting two weeks, Sue. Very, very eye-opening. And I don't think anything in the in the last two weeks has caused us a problem. Um, and I think I can only say two weeks in now, going into week three, everything about what we're trying seems to have a positive effect on some aspect of his life. So let's keep going. Keep on. Keep on keeping on. Let's get to, what's the word you like to use? Jacked on plants. I've <laughs> got <laughs> a kid on Instagram before we finish. The kid on Instagram who does. You've already have I mentioned, mentioned it? I mentioned it before, but jacked on plants. So we use that a lot now, don't we? Yeah, Let's we get jacked, on, jacked plants. on plants. Okay, well, listen, thank you for listening. Um, if you haven't already subscribed, subscribe to the podcast. Only early days, but we hope, um, you know, you'll you'll listen to these and get something from it. Maybe, you know, consider some of the choices you make around your food, especially um, eating meat products. Um, so subscribe to that. Um, if you're on Instagram, you can find us there. If you look for Mucky Carrots, you'll see we share pictures of our food. Um, <laughs> sometimes it looks lovely and sometimes it doesn't well listen it always tastes great it's all that matters so that's it thank you for listening to this episode and we'll see you again shortly for episode 5 take Bye-bye. care